Welcome to our 31st episode of Breaking Bread with C on Relentless Pursuit. Last time we discussed the dangers of inclusivity and diversity if not done within the constraints of scripture. Today the Spirit has placed yet another delicate conversation on my heart concerning seeds and in Luke chapter 8 verse 11 Jesus tells us that the seed is the word of God. Now, I want to explain very briefly something about this seed. The Word of God is supposed to enter in your spirit as a seed. That's why we talk about things like fruits of the spirit. It's because there's a seed that has been planted in you as you search the scriptures, as you acquaint yourself with with them, as you practice them, as you make them one with yourself. There is power in it to transform you. There's power in it to teach you. There's power in it to exhort you. There's power in it to rebuke you, giving you godly sorrow that leads to repentance and not death and not guilt tripping and not shame. And there is power in it to set you free, to set you free and take you out of captivity altogether. And in the book of Peter, verse Um, chapter 1 verse uh, 22 the bible says since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love for the brethren love one another fervently with pure heart having been born again not of corruptible seed but incorruptible through the word of God which lives and abides forever now this seed which is the word of God as we just explained from Luke chapter 8 verse 11 this seed is incorruptible it means anything that you do when you have received the seed of the word and it you remain unchanged by it regardless of it having entered you regardless of it having come to your knowledge and to your understanding is out of your flesh it is not the word of god that has been corrupted because this seed is incorruptible it is supposed to change you it is supposed to align you with the will of God if you have a hard heart and you do not purify your soul by obeying listen very well as Peter writes since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth now the purification of the soul comes from obeying the truth that you have come to know And obeying is an act, is a willful act of the receiver to act on what they have been instructed to do. If you read scripture and as soon as you come to the knowledge of the scripture, you realize that there's something you've not been doing that aligns to that scripture and you resolve in your heart that you are going to walk with that knowledge. You are going to walk with that understanding. You are going to walk with that um with that oracle in your spirit 
taming your thoughts, taming your actions to align precisely with what you have come to know, then God indeed will vindicate you. God will walk with you. God will give you the strength in your inner man to continuously remember that you have come to the knowledge of this and you will be weighed by the things that you know, regardless of you acting on them or not. If you know it, remember that God searches the hearts. You act on it, you decide to act on it, or you do not. And either way, you'll still be weighed against what you know, whether you act on it or not. And so when we talk about the seed of God being incorruptible, it means that every other thing that you do that goes against what you have come to know is in your flesh. That's why Paul tells us of things like tame your thoughts. That's why we know that evil communication corrupts good manners. That's why we are told to take every thought that holds itself, um, that that exalts itself about the knowledge of God. It, there is an active, a doing part for the believer to take part in, to resolve in their hearts, to decide that they are going to do it this way because they have come to know it. Now, the reason that the seed of God is incorruptible is because it remains the same yesterday, today, and forever and peter finishes this this um verse by saying having been born again not of the corruptible seed but incorruptible through the word of god which lives and abides forever every word that you see that god spoke out of his mouth through his servants by the spirit abides forever if it is a promise child of god believe without wavering that as true as God was yesterday as true as he is today and as true as he will always be that word remains forever and if it is a word of judgment it is still so because God cannot cannot deny himself All flesh is grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withers, and its flowers fall away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. The flesh, this thing that constantly demands that we give into it these desires that come to you all of this will perish when this flesh is put to rest but your spirit leaves you and is the one that goes to be judged because it's the one medium through which the lord interacts with you when you receive the seed of the word in you this transforms you changes you aligns you to the will of god in in and for your life and as that happens in there is the power that resurrects everything that was there to you in the spirit everything that was that you did not know that you were not responsive to that you were dead to and as you implement it in your flesh as you implement it through your hands through your speech through your mind and how you tame 
everything about you to submit to the will of God, this is how holiness gets through your life. This is how righteousness comes and becomes a nature, becomes an identity, becomes who you are. It becomes harder for you to sin than it is to be righteous because this resurrection power that we sing about is actually at work in you resuscitating everything that was not responsive to your God to your father to the instruction of the spirit of God it resuscitates it to respond accordingly by the changes that happen to you so child of God do not wait for heaven do not wait for that time that we've been promised with the resurrection until the day of Christ. Do not wait until then. It is today that you bear those fruits. It is today that you are that light. It is today that you are that salt. It is today that you minister answers when the world has placed questions in the heart of men. And you become equally responsible if you know something and you see someone perishing from not knowing the bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge for lack of vision these things you see them and you are not able to speak in order to spare friendship in order to spare relationship in order to spare just some kind of affection from men that's given to you and you keep quiet, you become accountable to God. That is why, child of God, it is every believer's responsibility to go from glory to glory, faith to faith, resolve it in your heart to know more about God than when you woke up this morning as you go to bed at night. Resolve in your heart that God will teach you something new every single day, and as He teaches you, you will also go ahead and teach others because you're making room to receive even more. You're not just making yourself a bank of knowledge that you are not putting to use. Neither are you sharing with the others. I pray that this will inform you. This will challenge you. This will stir your mind to meditate on this word and to hold on to it. Because if there's anything that will not fail you in this word, it's, it is the word of God. It is the word of God. I'll pray for us. Father, I thank you. I thank you for this word and for everyone who has listened to it. I thank you, Father, that it will land as your own seed and that you will multiply it as each and everyone yields, as each and everyone submits and meditates to what you have spoken, Lord. I thank you that your word has the power to transform us from within, to change us, to correct us, to rebuke us, to frame us into purpose, Lord. And I thank you that you have freely given it to us to take on, to appropriate and to walk in, Father. I thank you for the person at the sound of my voice who feels like they've messed up so bad. Father, I pray that you will touch them and remind them that there is nothing in their sin that's too big for you to forgive, for you to fix, for you to turn around what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. I thank you that for every spirit of heaviness, you clothe us with a garment of praise. 
I thank you that you hear me when I pray. It is so and cannot be otherwise. In the mighty name of Jesus, I've prayed and believed. Amen. See you next time on Monday. Share with a friend. Allow them to receive the seed that yields all the great fruit you can imagine and beyond. Be blessed.